All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. Well, let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. people. Good morning, party people! What's up? Good morning, party people. Welcome back here to the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man for the Grand Flex Hitlist. Here are my man, 100 years. Charlie Chase, baby. Good morning, Bureau. What? What was that? What was what? What was that? Like, every time I say that, you say, what was that? Because <laughs> so, I, I, I listen, I think you got to uniform it a little. I don't know. Nah, man. Bureau, it's let part, us know what you think. You, it's part of well, the brand. You got to switch it up. It's once again, you, you came on kind of like, Charlie Chase, baby. Morning radio, baby. For the right price, <laughs> I could be yours. That's what you just came on as. For the right price? That's what, that's what you sound like you were about to say next. I don't know. But you, you came on a little uh, sultry there. All right. You know, trying to set the mood for the morning. I, if that's the mood you're trying to set, it, it's, there's only three people in the room right now. I'm a little uncomfortable. For myself, Flex. For myself. I'm still uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, What's on, man? How was your weekend? Not good. Not good? No. Why? Why is that? Your weekend Gi- Giant Giants didn't play. Should have been all right. No. Well, pr- listen, the Giants played week, you know, six, which wasn't bad. We, which was bad. We went through that. Your weekend was good. It was. It was fantastic. Go ahead. Tell me why. It was good. Uh, Cowboys um, besides, bounced back. B- b- besides besides that, <laughs> what else happened? No, I had a, uh, had a good weekend, Flex. Um, saw a lot of friends, a lot of family. I celebrated my uh, my birthday, which I know was two months ago, but a lot of my family was in Europe over the weekend. So uh, celebrated my big 4-0 at, uh, at Sweet Spot. Yes, you did. Yeah. And how fittingly, the Cowboys scored 40 points on my birthday celebration. So it was only fitting. So, but it, overall, a good weekend. I uh, saw a lot of friends and family I haven't seen in a while, uh, and of course, the uh, the Cowboys didn't dis- disappoint. Putting up a forty burger on that vaunted Jag defense. What do you think about that? I'm ignoring you. Um, were you surprised for your part? Let's go back to you and mm-hmm. your experience outside of football. <laughs> well, if I was surprised with my, party, no, sorry, yeah. I, I didn't want to wait. Hold on, was that your first surprise party? No, no, no. My my girl's done like several over she, the last. Past she's done years. several for you. Yeah, and you get surprised every time. She she's good. I gotta give it to her. She's good. Well, she you know she came home and she's like, babe, you know I'm kind of in the mood for wings, and we usually go to the spot right down the house, mm-hmm. and um, she's like, ah, I don't want to go there. Let's go somewhere else. So I started throwing up, you know, some some places around Astoria, and you guys told me that you were DJing a sweet spot. So I'm like, why don't we go there? Flex is DJing there. So we went there, um, and the lady took us to the back, showed us a couple of rooms, and little did I know, everyone was in the back waiting for, for your boy Charlie Chase. <laughs> yes, and it was it was all part of your master plan that your girl told me to tell you uh, that I was DJing. Yeah. Even though I wasn't. Even though you weren't. I was but, sick. Yeah, but it was good. It kind of, I mean, look, it, my birthday was two months ago, so that, it was a well, last that, well, it's, like, it's like you said, because your family was away in Europe, and yeah, I know yeah. you even mentioned it before, too. I know you've told me that... Um, 
around the weekend when I had the draft, when your family was coming back, mm-hmm. you said like, hey, listen, I might throw a get together at my house and the bar- uh, backyard barbecue or something for my birthday. Yeah. Because my family's going to be back. So if you, you know, I know you said you were going to do something like that. You ended up not doing it. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, whatever. It's fine. Um, but, uh, you know, it was nice of her to throw you the surprise. My, yeah. Was, I, she's, she's awesome. My, my wife threw me uh, my first surprise birthday party ever mm-hmm. uh, two years ago. Right. Two years ago for my birthday. She told me at my, my first uh, surprise party ever. And were you surprised or did you have any sort of inclination about the party? I started getting inclinations when we got there. Yeah. And this is this is where she kind of dropped the ball. I was surprised, but this is where she dropped the ball a little. Mm-hmm. Because she told me she was going to take me out to a restaurant. And then she said, uh, oh, and I had to hit up uh, one of, you know, thank God I, I got in touch with one of your friends to hook it up. Because, you know, I have a lot of friends in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. So she said she had one of my friends for a reservation for somewhere. I was thinking, I'm like, all right, where could my friends possibly, you know, to recommend whatever? I was like, all right, whatever. It is what it is. We'll figure it out. We'll be surprised. So we're in the Uber going for my surprise party. And uh, we're going to Roosevelt Island mm-hmm. in the Uber. Now, even though she took my phone, I gave her my phone to call the Uber. It's like, I don't want you to see where, where it's going to take us because the destination of the Uber. You know what I mean? At the end, you know, it says where mm-hmm. you're going. So I don't want you to see it. So but I see that the car is going into Roosevelt Island. I know where Roosevelt Island is. It's not like it's, you know, it, you go over a bridge. You know you're going to Roosevelt Island. Right. So then when I'm there, I'm like. Only so many places you could go when you cross that bridge. Yeah, and I'm like, where would my friends. Wait, none of my friends own any restaurants or anything in Roosevelt Island. Like, mm-hmm. where would you be taking me? So then when we got there, we got, you know, we got out the cab. And then we walk into uh, one of those high-rise condos. And I'm like, I know what high-rise condos look like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then we're going there to the roof, and I was like, all right, this, something's up here. That's when I started getting inclinations, especially when we were in the Uber. I was like, something's up. And then I saw on the, before we walked into the room, the sign said party room. I was like, ah, this is what's happening. Mm. And you, um, you put it together that. I should have had a little bit of an inclination. When we walked into the spot, the hostess was like, are you here for the birthday party? And I was like, no, we're just trying to get some wings. All right, Harry, don't fire her. Okay, <laughs> he did, his birthday was two months ago. Don't don't fire yeah, her, Harry. Again, again, it was the last thing on my mind. Just but... make sure that she knows you can't say stuff like that. That they that people have to say it to her yeah, because then, especially <laughs> with a surprise party, it could be ruined. So, uh, or just at least know who Annabelle is, who re- organized yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. But uh, but it worked out. It was a great great weekend. Shout out to everybody out there in Sweet Spot. Shout out to you know to Harry and to John yeah. and Maria and everybody awesome, over there. Awesome venue. Yeah, no, yeah. great place, great and people. The, it's like the, family the over there. The room me. is really nice. Like the private room, it is really ex- dope. It is it is like don't get me wrong. It's very very nice, but it's kind of because it's such like a sports bar feel the entire place. And when yeah. you go into that room, it doesn't have a sports bar feel. Sports yeah, bar. That's kind of like what I like about it. You know, what I, I, mean? just, I love that room. Yeah. I I think it's a very underrated room over there in Sweet Spot. Yeah. I really do. I think not enough people give it the nice credit that it deserves. And it's because yeah. it's, it's great to hold for like a lot of different, even like, you know, for like, like girls who love it for like the only like baby shower. Cause it just, it's really done really nicely. It's right, very right, nice. Right, and it's classy. very big too. Yeah. Big enough at least to do a lot, of, you know, to, to throw a lot of parties. So shout mm-hmm. out to everybody. Once again, sweet spot. Um, you can follow them on Instagram at sweet spot Astoria. Uh, yeah, but a lot of things going on in football. Yeah, for sure. My Cowboys put up a 40 burger. You go ahead, have your moment. They have my moment. You went on a thirty-minute rant last week about the Giants. I can't have. And you and you interacted. You interacted, so it was a good debate. I'm asking for your uh, input on this, but listen, they put up a forty burger against supposedly one of the best defenses in the NFL, even though they haven't been playing with it. But um, yeah, I mean, look, they they look great. Zeke went for a buck, buck oh six for it with a touchdown. Cole Beasley 
got into the box twice. The the passing game did show some life, mm-hmm. and my Cowboys sit at three and three. Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, so, so what is my opinion that you're asking about? What? Did, so, is this more Cowboys looking good or Jags looking bad? A combination of both, I think. Okay. I, I mean, I, honestly, I mean, what else to say about it? The, the Cowboys killed? There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing. Any Cowboys hater could really say besides that they had a very good day. Now, mm-hmm. is that going to be the, the the thing moving forward? Um, I'm not going to say no. Mm-hmm. I'm. I, it's on paper. It's more than likely that this should not continue forward on paper. Mm-hmm. But for what just happened this week, and it's hard to ignore and to say that it wouldn't. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's 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 I guess as fair as I could as you could be. You know, like a realistic, I guess anybody could be even like a Cowboy. Of course, if I was a Cowboys fan, I would just like ride this moment out till the wheels fall off. Yeah. You know, because it is a good, it is good for them. I mean, look, D- Dak, Dak did exactly what we need him to do. He combined for 260 yards. He had 180 yards through the air uh, with two touchdowns and ran for another 80 yards, which that was big, and another touchdown. You know, so if, if he could do that, the, the Cowboys, you know, they'll be in pretty much every game with the way the defense is playing. Defense is playing great. Yeah, yeah, no. The the defense is definitely underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense has. I don't know if they're underrated anymore. I mean, people are starting to realize that the defense Fair enough. is pretty good. Fair enough. Fair enough. I yeah. guess it's not underrated anymore, but it underrated nonetheless. It was for a while, and um, I mean, yeah, like I said, like look, they 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 had a really good week, and you know, there's really nothing that you could really much say about it, uh, except for my New York Giants, which you know, I had a lot of people hit me up about the last show that we had. I told you this, mm-hmm. and um. You know, a lot of people agree with me. If you if you haven't listened up, listen to the episodes called Fed Up Flex, where I am fed up of people blaming Eli Manning for everything when it's not all his fault. Don't get me wrong, Eli Manning's not I good. Don't know. Sam Darnold looked good this weekend, Flex. That's fine, but it doesn't mean but once again, it's not all Eli's fault. That's what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. not all Eli's fault. And everybody's blaming everything for Eli, and it's not all his fault. Uh I did mention this to my boy Bill, and I was talking to my boy Bill, who's a huge Giants fan. And um I don't know what you think about this, and I say like so. Right now, as it, as it stands, the New York Giants have a four percent chance of I'm making the playoffs. playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right now, as it stands, even if we and I looked it up and and and, and uh, I could put, I could post the link online and you guys could check it out and see if you can look for yourselves. But um, I looked it up with all these algorithms and all these other scenarios, and it even says here based on sixty thousand three hundred and fifty two scenarios, if the Giants were to win every single game coming up, we definitely make the playoffs. It says. If they would win every single game. If we win out. every single game yeah. right now for the rest of the games. That's yes. not being ambitious, but okay. okay. I'm not saying we're going to. I'm just saying that based on this algorithms mm-hmm. and this scenarios that if we win, that we will. I'm not saying we're going to. Right. But you don't need an algorithm to tell you that. If they win every game, they're probably going to make the playoffs. No, they says a 99% chance they're going to make the playoffs. Not mm-hmm. probably. They will. All right. Now, even this. if Even if we lose to the Eagles... Mm-hmm. And which we already lost once to them, and we lose to your Cowboys with the last game of the week. Even if we lose oh, those season, season, excuse me, yeah, I, I just saw week seventeen over here. Sorry. Even if we lose to the Cowboys at the week seventeen, if we lose to them, we will still have a sixty-two percent chance of making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So a lot has to happen, right? I'm not saying we're going to make it. I'm not. I don't. I don't think we're going to make so it. So basically, you got to win eight out of the next ten. My basically, I mean, of course, you know, in a sense. Now. My pride is going to say that we're going to make it because I'm going to be prideful like that. But mm-hmm. my realistic, uh, I guess, you know, 
sports announcer mm-hmm. that we're getting into is going to say that we're not going to make it. Right. But, but my pride is going to say we are. Here's the thing as a Giant fan. Would you rather, you know, go on a, you know, run here and kind of like just miss the playoffs or, you know what, just take this up as a, as a lost season and end up with a, nope. you know, top five draft pick? Nope. Nope. What? Nope. I want to keep fighting. Keep fighting. Yes. Keep fighting. Keep fighting. I don't like, I, 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 I'm not a big fan of the whole tanking thing, to be honest with you. I mean, to an extent, I am. I get right. it. No, no, I'm not saying tanking. I'm just saying, like, if you. Well, if you say it, take it as a lost season and to get a top five pick, then what, right. what else do you mean? That's tanking. Well, no, I'm not saying, like, what, what as a fan, like, what would you rather see? Like, would you as rather. As a fan, I'd rather see my team fight. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? I'd rather see a fight. So, 100%. Um, but now, this is something. Now, take your, your Giants hate out of it. Mm-hmm. Take just your love for football. Just like you do with basketball. You're not... I feel like I'm pretty objective on the show. But, guys. I... Don't think so. Yeah, um, I do. No, nah, 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 not a lot of people agree. What's, so the, then, what's um, the question, Flex? The question is, uh, I I would like to see going forward, especially if it becomes a losing season for us, I mean, especially if we end up just doing bad. Mm-hmm. I would like that, once again, to reiterate, the quarterback issue needs to be addressed for the Giants. It needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. But remember, it's not the only problem. Our special teams is terrible. All right. Even Odell wasn't doing that good with pass catching and special teams in the back. Special teams is awful. Uh, defense is crap. Can't stop nobody. And the biggest problem is still the offensive line. That is the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. All right. So it is not just the quarterback, but the quarterback issue needs to be addressed. Now, I would like to see in real time games, Kyle Larletta, mm-hmm. our fourth round pick this year. Right. I would like to see him not start, but thrown into games. Even if we're losing or whatever it is, thrown into scenarios to maybe show because if we're thrown into like a, we're in a losing game and we throw him in, he might have like a fire in his belly to show like, oh look, I could bring this team back, I could get this spot. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, he comes out killing, he comes out on all cylinders, firing all cylinders, and does well. And then you know what? We realize, wow, we don't need to address the quarterback issue in the draft right away. Let's right. focus on the defense and the offensive line. Like if there's an offensive lineman, like really, you know, high up there, depending on what spot of the draft we have, mm-hmm. they'll take. Speaking of offensive linemen taking in the draft, did you know this? You remember because you know Eric Flowers is now on the Jaguars. Yeah, and he was taken ninth overall. Mm-hmm. And that year, tenth overall was Todd Gurley. Yeah, <laughs> can you believe, can you believe that? Drafted ahead of Todd Gurley. <laughs> we took Eric Flowers ahead of Todd. I mean, listen, I love that we have Saquon, but still, it's like we could have addressed the run game. And, and you know, he was hurt a back lot, then, and he missed the sooner. year. He was hurt. Mm-hmm. We missed the year. I get it. And we needed we needed to fix the offensive line more than anything at the yeah, time. I mean, and you know what? You matched up Gurley with Eli, you know, a few years ago. Who knows how that But, you know, but Gurley wasn't Gurley a few years ago. But Gurley didn't even play, like, right. the first year, barely. You know what I mean? Like, he was out like, mm-hmm. for most, not half of it, if not all of it. I forget, but I know he's out. Anyways, the point is, what do you think about that, about, like, Playing just our Kyle Arletta to right. see because I know Davis Webb got cut to just see because look it's like a Dak Prescott scenario for you right now Dak Prescott got over because Tony Romo was Tony hurt Tony Romo got hurt right and so situation threw him into the fire so if if I'm if I'm a Giant fan the best case scenario right now is that that kid gets a start and he, and he balls out and you not find- necessarily a start but like well, at least the. I- it, at least I would a like play. to see him play a whole game, though. You know what right, I mean? Like right. manage a game from from beginning to end. Okay, all right, fair enough. But that's that that's once the season's kind of like done to give him the start. Now let now if he comes out and plays like really well, like let's say he takes over the second well, half of two why, games. Why? Why when the season's done? 
to, to if the season look this, this is what I mean if the season is if if we're like fighting and mm-hmm. we're still fighting I'm not gonna want to start La Letta. Why would you want to start Loletta if, if Eli's because Eli right now right, is gonna so be the guy still, no matter you what. You still think that Eli gives you your best chance to win. I'm not Sunday. I'm not saying that Eli gives us our best chance to win. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if we are now fighting and if we are like make it you know, we increase our percentage more than four percent, mm-hmm. why would you want to throw Loretta in? Because I mean, look. It, I mean, if if, if you, we if, if you still have a fighting chance, I, I get your point. Right. But, but I'm saying, saying if like, we don't uh, have much of a fighting chance, throw him in there. And if we throw him in like in the second half or four quarters of games, and he shows some promise and he shows he's doing really well, then give him a start in the future. Don't just you know, yeah. give him a. You know, I mean, you understand? Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like as as a Giant fan, best case scenario is that you know what this fourth round pick turns into something, and now you have your quarterback for the next five to ten years. Best you know case I mean? scenario, right? Best case scenario because. You know, don't forget. There's a financial aspect to this as well. Like, of course, you, you know, you drafted Saquon Barkley, right? And right. you know, f- you know, three, four, five years from now, you're gonna have to pay him. You're gonna have to pay him top dollar. You're already paying Odell top dollar. Remember, you know, there's a salary cap in football. So, uh, you know, are you gonna have money to allocate to the quarterback p- to position to rebuild in that offensive line? You know, like you, these are all things that you have to look at. That when you get, that's why I, you know, going back to the, to the conversation before. It's so valuable to get a you know a a quarterback on that rookie contract. You know what I mean? Like that that's so so valuable. Like the way the the NFL is run. So if this kid does ball out, that that would you know speed up their rebuilding process essentially. I mean, I don't know. To I me, mean, we got we, we got to build on certain things. I don't know too much like a rebuild phase. I mean, we're not like you know like like the, as Giants. You don't think the Giants are in a rebuild phase right now? A rebuild phase? Yeah. It's I would not would like, like all right like sorry Matt but we're not like in a much of a rebuild phase like the Bills are. I mean, like the Bills to me are like a rebuild phase. The Knicks, and, the Knicks right there's, now. There's a saying in football where if you don't have a quarterback, you're rebuilding. The, yeah, that, that that's that's a matter of opinion. But I'm saying it's 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 you you could tell there's a big difference in rebuilding between the Bills and the Giants. Right, but the, there's a big I mean, difference in at, rebuilding in like the Dolphins and the Giants. Who who's the last franchise quarterback the Bills have had? No, I'm, I'm asking you. Who's the last franchise quarterback they've had? Who? The Bills. The Bills? Yeah. Kelly? All right, that was two decades ago. All right, so but you could say they've been rebuilding for two but, decades. But dude, sorry, dude, Matt. Dude, yeah, no, listen. I, I I just I just I just I just surely think that you just I get it. The quarterback is the most important thing on the team. I understand that 100%, but it's not like you know, it's 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 not like it's the only part of a football team. Flex the quarterback position arguably is the most important position in all of sports. I get it, but it's not the entire team, right? Of course, it's not. But it's it's all right. But I'm just I'm saying. But you but you know what I mean? Important. Like it's a big difference between saying rebuilding with Giants and rebuilding with Bills. There's a big difference. Right, I'm, I'm talking about right now. Right, I'm, right, I'm right, right now, now is a big difference. You're saying rebuilding with Giants and it is rebuilding with Bills. Okay. So is it not a big difference? Yeah, of course. All right. So that's what I mean. I'm not going to go but, as far but, as say it's rebuild. But the Bills looks they think they have their quarterback of the future. Like if they do or not. All right, but they but they have so much more to rebuild than what you know w- w- what we need. How so? Because one, we don't need to build anything on our offense. You don't have to rebuild that offensive line. You don't have to rebuild the quarterback position. I said the line. Okay, and I said the court, but, nothing, but you just but, said but, nothing. Not what I mean by nothing is we don't need any more pass catches. We don't need any more of a run game. We don't. We have a, we have a strong tight end. We have one of the best wide receivers. We have one of the best running backs. So I mean, as far as that part of the you, offense, your, your skill position players are set. I'll give you that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we need to we need to work better on the defense. We have now Vernon's good. Mm-hmm. Ogletree's good, right? 
Snacks is good. Jenkins is good. Eli Apple's doing better. Now, the defense as a whole is not playing that great. Mm-hmm. But we have good players on our defense. It's not like we have just a bunch of nobodies. Vernon came back when he came back last week and we put a lot more pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and and, and, and even the, the rest of our wide receiver core is good, too. Cody Latimer's doing okay, even though he's hurt right now for the for the moment. Sterling Shepard's doing good. You know, even Ellis Ellison is no, like, schlub of a, a tight end backing up for uh, t- for Evan Ingram. So there's a lot of good pieces on the Giants. It's just not It's just not playing well. Now, like I said, Eli Manning's not done good this year. He has not. I get it. But no quarterback's really going to do it. Now, the game's changing a lot where you need a more of a mobile quarterback. Uh, yeah, 100%. I get it. But I'm just saying though, like it's just I don't think it's so much as a rebuild phase. I think it's I think it I think there's a, a couple more pieces needed, and and 100 percent this could be a championship team within the next like two three years. I mean, they won three games last year, right? Uh huh. All right, this year, maybe maybe they win five or six, probably. And that that's not a rebuild. No. Okay. Now we have a different idea of what a rebuild is then. Dude, this this is what I, this, 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 this is why this is why people say a lot about you. Being I'm over- saying you're, you're not set at the quarterback position. Your offensive line is a disaster. You've won three games last right, year, but you, but not, you, you guys are not rebuilding. But, but but you but see but saying before the season even started on paper, you all you have was an offensive line, a quarter, a, a decent quarterback, and a run game for the most part. That's all you really have for the most part. You thought your team was going to go eight and eight. Yeah, flex, but every every team you know looks good on paper in in September. But this, but this is what every, I'm saying though. You know but like, I mean? right, I, I hear you. But what is what I'm saying is that like your 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 team need need needed some other work too, and you just thought they were going to go eight and eight. I said that the Cowboys would go anywhere between eight and eight and ten and six. That, that's where because look, the difference between eight and eight and ten six is a missed field goal, is a pick six, is a fumble. You know what I mean? And I still think that they're going to be right there. I just think it's much to say rebuild. And like I said, a rebuild to me is the Buffalo Bills. That is a rebuild. To say the Giants are a rebuild, mm-hmm. that's that's rebuild means you're just you're, you're reconstructing everything from the ground up and you're starting all fresh. Yeah, and a lot of that has to do with the quarterback. A lot of that has to do with the quarterback. We're going to move on because when you start talking like this, this is this is this is where people start Flex, saying you're too much of a homer. No, it's it's just a difference in opinion. You know, you're not right, I'm not right. I can disagree with you. We could disagree. Of course, you know we could I mean? disagree. Like but what I'm saying is, mo- mo- I'm saying like uh, it's it's just it's it's crazy to just think just just because we need a quarterback that we're in rebuild. But you don't. I feel like you don't put enough importance on the quarterback. I position, put plenty though. of quarter importance. I just don't make it. I just don't make it the only importance. Mm-hmm. It's not the only thing. Right. I mean, look. It's it, but it's one of the most important things. And so I'm not disagreeing it's, you it's on that. But but you thing. but you keep talking about like it's the only thing. For you to say it's rebuild, I I never said it was the only thing. I said that you, you never you, do, but you, you start, speak like it is you, because you start from the quarterback. Everything but, starts from the quarterback. Flex, you, I'm football. just you, you, I'm saying I I I I get your point, mm-hmm. but to say it's rebuild, it's a little much. Okay, you know what I mean? It's a little much. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's, it's, I I don't, but okay, it's a difference of opinion. It's 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 rebuild is like I said, it's like Buffalo Bills is rebuild. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's that's this much. Anyways, moving on. Uh, moving on real quick to the who's hurt to let you guys know everybody about who's hurt on everything. Uh, I'm my notes. Josh Allen, speaking about the Bills, though. Sorry, Matt, so much. Like, mm-hmm. uh, he injured his unbar. How do you say U N U L N A R? Unbar. We're gonna go with that. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry if I'm saying the wrong party people. Uh, the, the collateral ligament in his right elbow. The injury is not considered to be serious, but the MRI will be sent to a Dr. James Andrews for a second opinion. 
Uh, Quincy Inouye, MRI revealed it's a high ankle sprain and he's going to miss some time. Uh, Falcons, the, the I just say Falcons in general because there's actually a lot to talk about here with the Falcons. Matt Bryant is already considered out. Devontae Freeman is most likely to be considered out. He now has a foot injury, by the way. And uh, Dan Quinn says he's hopeful to have both Calvin Ridley and Mo Sanu for next week's game. Great for my Giants once again. Um... And the MRI for Calvin Ridley re- revealed that it was only a bone bruise. Uh, Leonard Fournette, he's another headache just like Devontae Freeman this year. What a headache and what a pain he's been. But yesterday he said uh, that Doug Marone said he is hopeful that he will play Sunday against Houston as he was running yesterday. Amari Cooper was taken out of last week's game um, after taking a nasty hit with, uh, with a concussion. He's now undergoing the concussion protocol. Cooper Cut was carted off. It is never a good sign when you cart it off. But there's a chance that Cooper Cut will still play, even though he has an MCL sprain. Shefty said he could miss time, but not sure. And um, Niles Paul was also, it did, again, another tight end. Another tight end. Hurt. They're dropping like flies, man. It's tough. All right, so then that's uh, pretty much with the who's hurt. Now, this, is, this show, we want to do things a little bit differently. Because every time for the Tuesday morning shows, as always, we give you the waiver wire, uh, you know, waiver wire worthy, and who's hurt, as we do all the time for every single show. But this one, every Tuesday, we always talk about who did good and stood out to us, right? Mm-hmm. This week, and, and let me tell you about a week I had with fantasy football. We're going to talk a little bit more about who failed, who messed up, who pissed us off, yeah, who got us fired up, who got us angry. <sighs> I got one guy. Now, I got a couple. Now, I mean, because I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Uh, uh, so, Sunday night before the Sunday night game, right? Mm-hmm. I was winning. I had a bad week this week. I had a bad week in fantasy. I was winning this one game, which I'm doing really good. This is a 14 team league. In a 14 team league, I have Andrew Luck, Saquon Barkley, had JJ, and uh, T. Y. Hilton, Adam Thielen, and Julian Edelman and Jordan Reed for a 14 team league. That's pretty good. Granted, Adam Thielen was my keeper, but still, Mm -hmm. 14-team league is pretty good. I was up 125 to 84. I was up 41. Going into Monday night? Going into Sunday night. Oh, yeah, and then 83 points happened. I was up 41 points. Mm -hmm. Not so much. And I still have Aaron Jones and Julian Edelman. This guy. (laughs) Shout out to my boy, Brandon Finnegan. This has been crazy. Kareem Hunt and Steve Gotkowski, 51 points combined. <laughs> 50. Gotkowski got 20 points. The kicker got 20 points. Yeah. And Kareem Hunt got 31. I was up 41 points with Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. By Monday night, I was only up three. He had Devontae Adams. I had Aaron Jones. What? What is this? Yeah. What is this? Fantasy for you. And, that, that's kind of painful, though. That that that's painful, and it's funny that you just said that fantasy for you because we're going to be talking about. And I wrote this down a lot. Uh, you know, a lot of the things in the show because a lot of this stuff happened. I think it was a lot of painful people that played this week. A lot of people that messed up, and a lot of people that did good out of nowhere. So it's been kind of a crazy week to go. Do you want to start off? Or you want me to start off? Uh, I'll start off. All right. So uh, this particular player, I was really I don't I don't own any shares of him in um, in seasonal, but I went heavy on him in daily because he was in a complete smash spot. Uh, but Mike Evans uh, was going up against that depleted Falcon secondary with a high, one of the highest point totals. He had a you know cupcake matchup, everything going for him, and four receptions for 58 yards. Thank you, Mike Evans. I really appreciate that, buddy. Um, so he was he was a big disappointment. I mean, look, it, it seems like that guy was finally turning the corner, and then you know he's just in in a smash spot. He just throws up an egg like that. 
it's so Mike Evans for me. Yeah, no, no. Mike, Mike Evans is 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 off was awful this week as yeah. far as fantasy wise, and, and 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 you could say completely, completely, completely awful because of the fact that he went against the Falcons. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what I mean. And he even is, like you know, Julio on the other side did what he was supposed to do. I mean, he didn't get into the end zone, but which is what he—that's what he's supposed to do. That's what he's supposed, <laughs> to, do, <laughs> he's supposed right? to do. But still, like Mike Evans, he got nine point eight fantasy points. Yeah, the Falcons on average give up forty three fantasy points to wide receivers per game. Yeah, per game forty three. Mike Evans got nine. Yeah, you 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 know what? And I, and I literally wrote this down. I said that you did, Charlie. Kudos to you. Because you said in one of the very first shows we recorded, like in the beginning of it, when we talk about wide receivers, when mm-hmm. the preseason, you said that Mike Evans does worse with Jameis Winston on the center. Yeah. And I tip my hat to you because right because um in the beginning of the season when he was he was balling out with Patrick, okay? Right after week three, right after week three, Evans was actually second in fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Then he went against the Bears. Okay, cool. All right, he didn't do that good. He had eleven points right. against the Bears. But when he he was second overall in fantasy points for wide receivers. With with Ryan Fitzpatrick, then the Bears it happens. Then he had the bye week to regroup, mm-hmm. and then now with Jameis Winston's first time starting, he had his lowest amount of catches, targets, and yards right. so far this season. Going with James up Winston. against arguably the worst secondary Going in football. Against, yes, arguably with Swiss cheese defense of the Falcons. Now that Jameis Winston starts, Mike Evans gets his lowest yeah. catches. Yards and targets yeah. of the season because Winston he doesn't he doesn't really look downfield you know he he loves the tight end he loves the um, the slot receiver you know so yeah very disappointing I mean he still threw two for four touchdowns yeah it is what it no, is he had a good game overall but but still it's, it's, but it's, none of the, you know Mike Evans didn't need it's, it's not gonna get any easier next week gotta go against Denzel Ward yeah and the Browns pretty good defense it's not gonna get any easier any and no next week um. So for you, who disappointed for you? You know who disappointed for me? There's a couple. I wrote down a lot of people disappointed for me. Deshaun Watson disappointed for me. Mm. Only 25 passes. That's all he had. He had 25 passes. And two of them were stolen yeah. by your Bills. <laughs> it's like two of them were stolen. All right? But not only for nothing, this is the Bills team that's ranked 24th in pressuring passes. And they sacked him seven times. They yeah. sacked him seven times. They ranked 24th in the league in pressing passes. He's averaging over 22 points a game, and he got seven points in this game. All right? So, and this is what pisses me off even more because he owes me these points, but then he's going against the Jaguars next week, mm-hmm. and I hope he has like a Dak Prescott kind of day, if not better, but it's just it's just upsetting. Yeah. It's really upsetting. It's because of things like this is why, why I had a really bad week. Yeah. Who absolutely. else pissed you off? Uh, another guy who I went heavy, heavy, heavy on daily. Uh, don't don't own too much of him in seasonal, but Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. What happened to Christian McCaffrey? He was in a in a smash spot. No, not so much. You know, because the Redskins' um, run defense is okay, middle of the field. I think but it's a little underrated. A little underrated, but they they could give it up to pass catching running backs. I mean, this matchup was tailor made for Christian McCaffrey and. 20, 20 yards on the ground and did have seven catches for only 46 yards and did not get into the box. CMC, what's going on, man? You owe me. I mean, listen, he did okay. Yeah, but not not what you expected. I, no. I expected him to have to smash this week. Yeah, he had 13 fantasy points. You know, that was good enough for him to be right inside the top 20. He was running back 16 for the week. Right. Um and and I say just okay because overall he's ranked as running back ten on a points per game basis. You know, and I mean, right. I'm sorry, he's running back I mean, ten look, overall. The, the seven catches at the end helped him. You know, look, his, look, made his uh, stat line look a little better. But now this is the inter- this is the interesting thing which I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
Because, like I said, he's ranked running back 10th overall. In a points-per-game basis, he's running back 8. You know, so him for the barely make the top 20 is why he's bad. But you're talking about those seven catches. This is where it's interesting because Greg Olson came back and also had seven catches. Mm-hmm. Now, does Greg Olson coming back kind of hurt Christian McCaffrey's fantasy value? I mean, I don't think it shouldn't. You know, I mean, they're, they're I mean, he, I think he's still going to be the primary target in that offense, even with Olsen there. I mean, he came back and then he had the lowest yards from scrimmage overall so far. He only had 66 yards in total, Christian McCaffrey. So that's yeah. the lowest he's ever had yeah. in total from catching and running the ball. And this is with Greg Olsen's first game back. I mean, right. I'm sure it's got to be, it's got to play some sort of factor into it, no? Yeah, I mean, I mean Greg I'm, I'm going to take a wait and see approach on that. You know what I mean? But, I guess. You know, I, guess. I, I think I'm going to chalk it up to as it being an outlier but let's let's see it's something to definitely keep your eye on moving forward for you know cmc owners yeah because like i said for the you, fact you you have him in in one league right i got him in two leagues you have him in two leagues down two leagues big fan fat head on my wall tweeted me in high school hmm. you know yeah no so uh but I, it's it's just like what is with this panthers by the way i mean for like i said we got definitely keep an eye with olsen and how he cuts into christian mccaffrey's targets and all this and that but what is it with the panthers and their vendetta against the nfc east yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Man. First, they're, they played the Cowboys first week yeah. of the season, and then, and then and then they played my Giants. Yeah, now they played the Redskins this last week, mm-hmm. and the next week they played Eagles. Yeah, it's like we took the GM, and now they want to come over for our whole entire division. Yeah, what is this? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's um you know I guess they just match up well with the teams, man. That's just it's just weird. Like yeah. you face three NFC team East teams yep. in three consecutive weeks after you know the first week playing the Cowboys. It's just weird. Uh, all right, somebody else I want to talk about, which, you know what, this is a guy that, that also, it, it's it's a little bit was upsetting this week, too, and this is the same team as I had Deshaun Watson. No, no, sorry, there was a different team. Uh, this is Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not too mad at this one too much because he's had a game where he's put up low numbers before. Oh, and the game he put up really low numbers, again, was to the Bills. Again. This is when he put up really low numbers. But Stephon Diggs is averaging seven catches off 11 targets per game. And this was his lowest amount of targets for the season. So let's just chalk this up to like a glitch in the matrix. Yeah. Um, he's been very productive so far, you know. And But his teammate, Adam Thielen, what a beast. He's killing him. Firing all centers. He's a monster. He leads all wide receivers, Adam Thielen's, in fantasy points per game so far this year. And he does that because he has more yards, catches, and targets more than anybody else in the NFL, and he's tied for seventh most receiving touchdowns. Diggs is still going to be a top play week to week in and week out. Um, but, you know, it, it's in a, in, a, in a match like this, like, you know, you, you'd think Diggs would, like, come out and, sh- you know, show show up because it's not like Rudolph showed up that much either that game. But still, for Diggs to only have, you know, those, 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 those seven fantasy points, it was very disappointing. And he owes me points. Yeah, absolutely. Who else pissed you off? Uh, one other person that did piss me off today, um, or on Sunday, I should say, was I pissed you off today? Uh, no, no, not yet, Flex. Still uh-huh. early. You gotta, you got the rest of the day to make up for it. All right, cool. But uh, Chris Carson, um, I, I thought that he was gonna have, you know, a, a big game against that Raiders uh, defense. But you know, again, late, what's going on with the Seattle running game? You know, like one week they're hot, one week they're not. But only 14 carries for 59 yards. Um, just really, really unimpressive. After, you know, he's had a couple of weeks where he looked right and then, you know, again, just lays an egg. It's, I mean, because it's, it's just, just weird because, like, the committee just grows so much right. over there. It's, it's, um, I mean, he's still got the bulk of the carries. 
Yeah, I mean, he had 14. Rashard Penny had nine. Even Mike Davis got involved with six carries. You yeah, know, but- it's 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 just it's just. I mean, Chris Carson is going to be the lead in that back, but because of the the committee, they're not yeah. going to give him that much lead. Any, he, he's their best back. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it was the fact that the game was in London kind of threw him off a little bit. Maybe chalk <laughs> it up to that. Maybe, but he's definitely their best back. But it's not like this guy who I want to talk about, and I want to take a minute to talk about this guy. Now, let, let's be real, right? We, we we're talking about fantasy football. And we always say all the time, we are just everyday fantasy football players. That's what we are. We're not fantasy esper- experts. Mm-hmm. We're just everyday fantasy football players who wants to, you know, start our own show and talk about it a lot, like everybody else does, anyways. You know. And we always, every week, we're always going to complain. I don't care who you are. We all complain. Whether we complain to ourselves or we complain to other people, we complain no matter what about the players that we played or the players that we didn't play. Yeah. And this is what this show is mainly all about. We, we play a Monday morning quarterback. Right. Exactly. 100%. And then this is why we're doing the show that we're doing like today because of the fact that we all complain. And it's funny how you said that that's how fantasy goes because it's either two things that people say. When you, compl- when you hear somebody else complain, the response is always either, oh, man, why did you or did you not play him? Because of this scenario. You're like, oh, you shouldn't have played him because of this. Oh, you should have played him because of this. Whatever. And then we always hear, hey, that's just the way the game goes. Hey, that's just fantasy. Yo, the game goes like that sometimes. Like, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. like, you know, the kicker scores 20 points. That happens sometimes. I get it. It's <laughs> part of the game. But the thing is. It sucks to lose to a 20-point performance from the kicker. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it does. He's, you know, Kareem Hunt had, uh, the, you know, I've been talking so much crap about him. And he has, like, the game of his life. Yeah, that's right. He stuck it to you. He's like, I'm going to stick it to Flex with his sturdy burger. He's like, I heard Flex. He's doing that by, all right, you don't want to owe me? I'll show you. That's yeah. what Cream Hunt did. So he's listening to the show at least. Okay, fine. He listens to the show and gives us no props, but whatever. All right, anyways. Um, so we complain all the time but about players. This is a little different, though, I feel. This player in particular. Because of the fact that it's not so much of his talent or his performance. It's just his chances. Mm-hmm. And that's once again Aaron Jones. Yeah, it is such a pain with Aaron Jones, and this is where it's different because Mike McCarthy, for some reason, does not let him take over. He is including last night game, averaging five point eight yards per carry. That's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's only getting eight rushes a game. Yeah. He's only getting eight. The Packers are three, two, and one after winning last night. I get it. Now. Look I'm starting to think that Mike McCarthy just doesn't like him. I, I, you know it's I mean? got to like, probably like, be something. Know, maybe he he like smacked his dog or something. I, I don't know. Now, should the game have been that close with the Niners last night? No. No, it shouldn't it have. It shouldn't have been. Should they have lost to the Lions? No. Nope. No. Now, I'm not saying, and remind you too, they should not have lost to the Lions. They're having one of the worst run defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying... That Aaron Jones would have blown all those games wide open. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Aaron Jones is the best thing in football. No, but I mean the the kids. You, you just from the eyeball test, you can see that the kids talented. Even just, just why doesn't he, why is he not getting the opportunities? Yesterday on his first attempt, he ran the ball in 17 yards, and just by inches, you know, his leg went out of bounds yeah. for the touchdown. But he almost scored that touchdown on his first carry. Mm-hmm. It's just he could give so much more to this team. And I, not for nothing, I really hope, I really hope that Aaron Jones is listening. And I really hope that he calls his agent. And I really hope that he gets traded or something happens yeah. to let him. Because they're given still opportunities to Jamal Williams and to Ty Montgomery, who wasn't even a running back to begin with. He was a wide receiver. Right. They're giving him all these opportunities to all these other guys for some reason. 
when he's obviously he could be like a dominant talent at running back in the NFL. Like I really hope he goes. Uh, there's so many other teams that could use him. The Eagles could use him. The Dolphins could use him. The Ravens, the Texans, the Bucks, the Colts. Yeah, these are all teams that need a strong running back, mm-hmm. and it could really benefit from somebody like Aaron Jones. Yeah, uh, some something's not right there for it, him not to be getting the opportunities because the talent's obviously there. The Green Bay Packers are tied for the lowest amount of rushing attempts in the NFL. Tied for mm-hmm. the lowest. They are tied right. with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have nobody to run the ball. Right. I mean, grant, granted, Peyton Barber did have a very good week. Mm-hmm. And you would think that, you know, with, with your franchise quarterback on a on a bad wheel, that you would lean on the run game. You, a little more, right? You know what I mean? A, and, a more, and or more than giving your, your most talented back eight carries. Yeah. And even if you even if your time most talented back got more than eight carries, but you still overall, you are the lowest tied to the lowest amount of rushes per game when you have such a talented guy like Aaron Jones. Mm -hmm. He's just such a good player. Yeah. I think it's just a a case of a coach just trying to make a point. You know what I mean? Like, I guess he's just so stuck in his ways. He's like, no, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do it my way. You know, but it, it just doesn't make sense. You, it really I, doesn't. I can't make sense of, of him not getting at least, you know, 15, 20 touches a game. It's, it's like Mike McCarthy is kind of like 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 Norman Bates' mom. Just keeps him under wraps because he's like, you know, no, no, you're going to get hurt out there. Like He's like the bubble boy. Yeah. Bubble boy. You're like, no, you're going to get a disease if I let you go out there into the world. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just insane. Like, he's had two great matchups the past week. He had seven points against Detroit. Seven. Mm-hmm. Seven. He had 4.1 last night against the 49ers. The 49ers are allowing 28. It's like another, like another Mike Evans scenario. They're allowing 28.1 fantasy points per game. To running backs, twenty eight point one. Yep. Aaron Jones got four point one. I is, can't. I can't make sense of it, Flex. But I, I feel your frustration. It's 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 really upsetting me. And like I said, this is why it's so much different because it's not like oh, this guy's supposed to do this. Oh, this guy's supposed to do that. And you, you know, he has a bad week. Is that they're just holding him back? The Green Bay Packers are holding back Aaron Jones for some reason that I can't tell why, and it is extremely frustrating to me. And, yeah. it's, and it's sad. It's sad to see a town like that go to waste. Yeah. And remember, what's what, what, my favorite, what's my favorite movie? Bronx Tale. And what what did they say? What did Rob Dino say about talent? Saddest thing in life is wasted talent. That's why I got that tattooed. I got I got I, I do got that tattooed on myself. Yeah, definitely uh, applies to to Aaron Jones here. It's not about Aaron Jones. I got the tattoo. Yeah. That sounds a little weird, <laughs> but still, nonetheless. Yeah. So uh, just one more guy I want to talk about real quick. Uh, that's been di- disappointing so far this year. And this guy was in the MVP discussion just two short seasons ago. Now coming into the league, I'm sorry, coming into the year this year, high expectations for one Derek Carr. Um, and what is going on with him? You know, 23 of 31 for 142 yards against that depleted Seattle defense. Um, so, London. yeah, <laughs> let's blame it on London again. Uh, but listen, like, something's not right. I mean, the John Gruden experiment has been a disaster so far. You know, so let's uh, let's see what happens. But, I mean, Derek Carr, like, very, very disappointed. I thought that this would be a game where he, he would get right and, you know, but, yeah, just very disappointing. Um. Yeah. No. Just like guys, let you guys know about his hand injury too. That he hurt his uh, he hurt his wrist. Uh, but it was his non-throwing arm, and they don't see it as anything serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, another guy I want to talk about too. Oh, it's funny here. They're not just the tight ends in general, like Ricky Seals Jones. Ricky Seals Jones decides to finally come and show up to play. And I've been talking about Ricky Seals Jones for weeks because the tight end position has been so thin. 
And now he wants to come up to play. Now he wants to come up to put 11 fantasy points. He wants to put up his double digits. I think he put up a little more. I got to look at it again what he put up. But still, which is upsetting is that I dropped Ricky Jones, Ricky Seals Jones. This is where it pisses me off. I dropped him because he gave me a donut last week. And guess who I played over him? Cameron Brate. Oh, who also just gave me a tease, who got that one touchdown early in oh, the game. Oh, I thought Cameron Bray was going to have a monster day yesterday. Now, I posted on our on our Instagram that O.J. Howard was expected to play. I posted yeah. on our Instagram and our Twitter, like, oh, Cameron Bray owners, time to rethink a little bit. And I was like, I'm still going to plug and play him. Yeah. I went I went heavy on him in, in daily, and I thought, like, literally, I was watching that game. I thought, all right, this is going to be a big day. Because he got that first touchdown real early. Yeah. But that's and, all he did. And he, you know, Winston looks for him in the red zone. But that's all he was That's, all, that's all he did. I know. It's, one it's, catch. It's such a tease. Oh, but you know who didn't have with just one catch? O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard. Yeah. O.J. Howard had four catches for 62 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And you know what else was pissing me, so this pissing me off? So Ricky Seal Jones showed up to play, and I dropped him for Cameron Bray, who teased me with that one touchdown, who... Did bad because R.J. Howard did good. And O.J. Howard was out for only two weeks with his MCL sprain. Evan Ingram, another tight end, same injury. He's been out for four. Yeah. It's killing me. I, I really, I don't know if it's it's the curse of flex for tight ends. Yeah, it might be. There might be a thing there, flex. Don't don't listen to me when I when I, when I I advise you guys. Don't When I advise you guys about tight ends, just don't listen to me. Yeah. Don't, don't, because it's obviously, it's, it's not going good. Uh, and who else showed up? You know who else showed up last, this last week? This is actually fun for me, and also upsetting, but fun. Marquise Goodwin. Marquise. Houston. Marquise. <laughs> Marquise Houston. Marquise Houston. Marquise. Goodwin. <laughs> Marquise Goodwin. Uh, listen, he came back, man. He came back in a major, major way. Yeah, Now he sure did. He killed. He balled out. Now, what was funny is that it's, it's like it, some people have been dropping him because he's been hurt. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it, it, this, like I said, it makes me happy because I have him in a league where, like, I have Amari Cooper. So mm-hmm. he might be out like a week. So, boom, I get, I'll plug in Goodwin yep. with the hope. I'm hoping this continues. Now, there's a couple people who dropped them that they're probably going to say stuff like, oh, you know, it was only one game. It's not going to keep that yeah. up. And they could be right. I'm not saying they're wrong. Yeah. Plus, you know, when Garoppolo went down, you just thought that, you know, right. it was going to be correlated with his success. Right. 100%. You know, so- you know, they went hand in hand. Yeah. I, I felt the same exact way. But, you know, it's. Uh, to, to to see him do good with Bethard, yeah. I every time I have to like rethink before I say his name. Can I think ting and beat hard? Beat hard. <laughs> and there's a DJ called DJ Beat Hard too. It's like so he's Is CJ that? yeah, and he's CJ Bethard. But that's why I, every time I every time I gotta say his name, I gotta like, wait, it's not Beat Hard, it's Bethard. Um yeah, you would you would you would you would figure he would do bad with them, but no, he balled out, and I and I hope that's something that continues. But this is where it pisses yeah. me off. Is that he caught a beautiful touchdown? He got a couple. Yeah, he had uh, how many? Three. Yeah, I think something like that. We're gonna yeah, find but out. Yeah, that the, the the long one I'm talking about. He had two. He had two touchdowns, four catches, 126 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, but uh, I'm hoping this continues. And I'm the thing that pisses me off because in every league he was on my bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. And uh, can't help you there, Flex. Nope. And Jarvis Landry also upset at me. Just to get that out of the way, real yeah, quick. Juice. It doesn't seem like he's in good sync with uh, Baker with Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he has like a good rapport. Mayfield with seems him. like he's got the rapport with Njoku. Yes. Yes, I agree with you there, hundred percent. He definitely seems like he has a rapport with Njoku. Uh, you know, like he he went into this he went into the past week already ranked fifth for most targets in the league, and he, but this one he was ranked third for this week. Mm-hmm. You know, he only had nine targets and he only caught two of them for eleven yards. So like passes are kind of going his way still. Yeah, but he's not like hauling them in like he. Like, and he's like he's like one of those players where you know he's he's emo- he's super emotional. If he doesn't get the ball early, like he sort of. Like mentally checks out, so you gotta. He's the type of player like you gotta get in the ball early. 
You know? Yeah, no, I agree. Now he's only had a you know you got you only had three measly fantasy points. And I, I listen, the reason why I'm more upset because I just traded for him. Yeah. I gave up Alice Collins, Isaiah Crowell, and Christian Kirk for Kyle Rudolph and uh Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. Yeah. So that's why I'm upset. Even yeah. more so. That's why it's kind of like a it's personal. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. But uh, you know, like listen, he's got a good matchup next week. They're playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so who just fired their defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, so that's a, that's a get right spot. Let's hope he gets right. Yeah, let's hope let's hope that him and uh, Baker Mayfield, who who by the way his injury is nothing serious. I don't think he's gonna uh, you know he hurt his um, what did he hurt? He hurt his hand or something? Something like that. I'll tell you right now. On oh, your boy Tavon Austin's hurt. Yeah, uh, he hurt his ankle. That's what it was. He hurt his ankle. Um, he turned his right ankle, stepping onto the turf as he ran out of bounds in the first quarter. He's not expected to miss any time, but the team will pay attention to see if his ankle swells or gets worse overnight. All right, guys. That's uh. Well, now I'll just give you guys a waiver wire worthy. We'll get through that. We'll run through that real quick. Yeah. Uh, a couple of big names. A couple of weird names to see here. Yeah. I mean, uh, who who are you looking at, Flex? There's a couple of guys I, I got on my radar this week. Well, definitely Marquis Goodwin. I gotta say. Yeah. Marquis Goodwin has got to be is definitely gonna be one of them because he's owned in only forty three percent of leagues. That's a lot cra- of people. That's crazy. A lot of people dropped him. Yeah. A lot of people dropped him. So he's definitely going to be up there. And um, another guy also that I'm looking at, too, especially with the bye weeks coming up next week, just so you guys get prepared, the people who are going to be bye weeks next week is going to be Green Bay, Oakland, Pittsburgh, and Seattle. Yeah, so there's four this week. There's, they've only been two. Yeah, yeah. It's just bye weeks. going to be four this week, four next week, and then six the week after that. So this is when a lot of buys start happening now, and it starts getting real interesting. And a lot of teams who are, like, down, mm-hmm. uh, you know, start making their big comebacks, you know. Um but a couple of running backs for you guys to look at. Marlon Max is another guy you gotta look at. Yeah. You know, yeah. He had you know, he had twelve rushes for eighty nine yards. So yeah, it seems he, like, he looked good too. I was watching some of that game. Yeah, he did. He did. He did look good. I don't know if it's something that's gonna be you know, he's is gonna be like worth using every week, but it's definitely worth the stash. He's only owned twenty five percent of leagues. Mm-hmm. So um he's definitely somebody that should definitely be added. You gotta look at he probably be available there in your league. Yeah. Um well, I guess I'm gonna say. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just oh, sorry. Gonna... You guys say something. No. Uh, another running back you guys could look at. Not for nothing. He had a really good week. Peyton Barber. Yeah. Now, I know it was interesting to see if Ronald Jones was going to play a part when he got when he was onto that team. But he's another one that's only only forty three percent of leagues. I know one of my leagues he's available. I'm definitely going to look take uh, take a crack at uh, picking him up. You know, he he rushed for thirteen yards. I mean, thirteen times for eighty four yards. He also grabbed um you know a receiving touchdown, which made his day very very good. But he's not going to be anything more than a flex play at best. But still worth grabbing to at least stash on your waiver wire. And uh, Edo Smith's a very good person to add. Yeah. Another guy that's going to be, you know, nothing more than really a flex is going to come up. But with the, with Devontae Adam, you know, hurting constantly, Edo Smith's definitely worth a stash. You know, yeah, he scored got into the end zone again. Three straight games already. And yeah. he had a career high 11 rushes last week. So uh, he's definitely 100% worth a stash. He's only, only 10% of ESPN leagues. That's yeah. a little bit crazy. He's only there. Uh, yeah, another uh, running back. While we were on the subject of running backs, Latavius Murray still available in over fifty fifty uh, percent of leagues. He, he went for twenty four and above fifty five and a touchdown. I mean, look, uh, Dalvin Cook. He looks like that. This injury is going to be something that bothers him all year. You know, so uh, put uh, put Murray on your radar. Yeah, I, I don't know. He should be owned in all leagues. I don't understand why he's not. This one, this guy just won't. Die, he won't go down. He will not. Frank Gore, Frank Gore. Frank Gore. He could almost t- won the game. Yeah, he almost won the game. Almost, almost. Yeah. It, it, listen, 
He's going to continue to be a factor. He's been picking up he picking up more than 100 yards in week six. And for the third straight game, he's carried the football at least 11 times. Now, he shares the work with Kenyon Drake. But, you know, like in deeper leagues, he's definitely worth considering, uh, especially even more so in non-PPR scoring. But you got to pick up Frank Gore Yeah, as far as only running back. Yeah, one uh, wide receiver to keep your eye on is uh, Christian Kirk. Uh, he's the he, he's, uh, just only- traded. He only only owned in fourteen percent of leagues, which I don't get. He's can you say he's clearly the lead receiver in that offense right now? Yeah, with I me, mean, with you know, Larry Fitzgerald's not a favorite, yeah. a target, and uh, he's I mean, old age or whatever. Yeah, Larry, not old. He's not old, but old football age. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, he's he's fought off father time as as much as anyone, and now it looks like it's starting to catch up to him. Yeah, but I mean, Christian Kirk, uh, six receptions, seventy-seven yards, um, and he was targeted seven times. You know, which is right on pace with Larry Fitz. But he's making the most of the opportunities. So, uh, Christian Kirk, uh, keep him on your radar for sure. Uh, another wide receiver that if you guys want to look at too, Chester Rogers. If you want to keep looking at him, he's also only in only eleven percent of leagues. Now, a few things to note in regards to Rogers, who has been you know hot during the past three weeks. The Colts he'll have no choice but to throw it to him. When Andrew Luck is out. Now, when Andrew, I'm sorry, Andrew Luck, when T.Y. Hilton's out. Now, Andrew Luck is slinging the ball. He's averaging 54.7 passing attempts per game. Yeah. So, what a high. Crazy stat. Well, you know, because the run game hasn't been all that good, but Marlon Mack did good last week. We'll see how, you know, I'm, you know we'll see how that, that goes. But still, you know, Hines is going to get the be the pass catching back on that team, and he's slinging it everywhere. And not for nothing, also with uh, Ryan Grant also hurt. Chester Rogers gets an uptick in targets yeah. too, even when even when T. Y. Hilton comes back. So he's definitely a, a, a big flex option worth with upside going forward. So Chester Rogers, somebody you got you guys got to pick up. Uh, who else are you looking at? Or if anybody? Uh, no, I think that that's uh that's about it for this week. Albert Wilson. Albert, Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson. You gotta look for that. You guys, you know, you know, he 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 embarrassed the Bears, yo. Yeah. He had 155 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Killed. I mean, most of that came on that one catch. But still, yeah, but, yeah. most of the yards, but still he had another touchdown before that. Listen, he's been productive nonetheless. I remember what I told you that um, our boy who won the Le'Veon Bell jersey, he was asking if what we thought about Wilson. I said Wilson was definitely somebody that was worth an add and to keep an eye on. I'm not saying to plug and play right away. But not for nothing, man. It, it, including last week's game, he's averaging 15 points a game. You know, so it's, it's something to play. I mean, look, the la- last week he got five catches, 43 yards, and the week before that, four for 19. But he gets the touchdowns a lot. So he's definitely somebody that we're considered to add on to your roster if you want to plug and play, you know? Yeah. And uh, Apart from uh, Brock Osweiler making an appearance. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he's still relevant in football. Still he still relevant. has a job. That's crazy. And I guess – And the- listen, like Brock Osweiler got over – he had three or four good games in Denver and got that big contract. So thank you, Brock. No, Brock Wilder's agent. Whoever is Brock Wilder's agent, so you get a shout out. Oswiles. Oswiles? You said Brock Wilder. Brock Osweiler. I know, but you said Brock Wilder. You said Brock Wilder. You said the same name wrong. I combined the two. Oh, I know. All right, whatever. He should be Aaron Jones' agent because Aaron Jones yeah. needs better work. Give him a uh, call. And here's the tight end of the week. Hopefully he doesn't go down. CJ Uzuma. Uh-oh. Uzuma? Uzuma? Uzuma. Bengals, <laughs> yeah, man. Look out. Well, listen, Tyler Cross out, and and uh, so is Tyler Effort. So Eifert, Effort. Wow, it's really early. I'm tired. It's been a long day. Anything else? That's it. Let's wrap it up. That's it. Wrap it up. All right, party people. That's the show that we have for today. Once again, don't not forget the Levy the Le'Veon Bell jersey's gone. The Le'Veon Bell jersey's gone. But we have a Saquon autograph uh, Barkley football. 
that we are giving away. Do not forget to do what you got to do to get yourself to win that. Go to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to us. Rate us. Comment us on Instagram at Podcast BFB. On our Twitter at BFB Podcast. That's the other way around. It's really early. We're going to mess it up. Anyways, party people, we're done here for today. Uh, Charlie, you want to say goodbye to the party people? Bureau, have a good week. Uh, we'll see you on Friday. We'll see you on Friday, party people. Success and nothing less. Peace. Peace.